Okay folks, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Allahumma salli wa sallim, wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in, Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altu sahla, wa anta tajul al-hazna idha shi'ta sahla, Allahumma a'inna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husna ibadatik, ya Rabbil Kareem. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everybody. Please confirm that it's all good. Tell me that you can hear me well, see me well, all the rest of it. Um, let me just check myself. Uh, let's have a look here. Yeah, oh yeah, good. All right, I can see it as well. It's working and looking all right. It's clear enough as far as I'm concerned. All right, guys. All right, that's fine. Okay. All right, so... We seem to have uh, sorted out the uh, camera issues. Um, we don't have the problem. I can move around. Yeah. And also, um, I'm happy with the lighting. I'm happy with the quality of the picture. Oh, little flicker. See, you never said mashallah and suddenly you flickered. This is what happens. Flicker's not there, man. Shut up. Oh, sugar it is. I just saw it. Which pack you put Nazar upon this man? Oh my goodness gracious! I'm upset about that. I don't think I don't think I don't I don't think it's there. I don't think it's no no no. You're talking about that flicker. No, we're not talking about that flicker. That flicker. We I don't mind that because that's playing with the eyes. So that flicker is what we're talking about. That one. All right, that one. Yeah. Okay. That's not a flicker, that's like a madness that one is. And another one, and again. What on earth is going on? Okay, yeah, that one. You see, it's irritating because... It's irritating because... We've changed... Okay, we're trying to work out what it is. It doesn't make any sense, it doesn't happen in a, in a class or anything, but... It's just so weird. I think there's something to do with the... With the... Um, with, uh, with, uh, with the YouTube... I'm I'm starting to get convinced of it because I did a test, you know, elimination test where you gather everything, blah blah blah. Take that cable away, change that cable, plug it into this, plug it into that, and it's not working. Anyway, listen, it's not major. Allah. Let's um, let's get started, inshallah. All right. So, uh, what we're gonna start with is the uh. So this is the new section, okay, folks. First of all, just to Go back to what uh, Widad uh, just uh, said. All right, she just wrote in the um, in the comment section. She posted the she posted the uh, what's it called the um, link to the Telegram group. Now, the Telegram group uh, for those that have not seen it, there we go. Right, which is t dot me slash logical progression. So if you're listening online to the podcast and you're not actually on the portal, then it's HTTP slash blah, blah, blah. It's T, the, the actual thing is T dot, one second, what is it? T dot M-E, me, slash, forward slash, logical progression. Otherwise, just click on it. There'll be an email going out soon, okay? But until that comes out, um, uh, everybody should be on it. Um, this is the sorry, that's the channel. Beg your pardon, Solange is right. That's the channel, 
and then from the channel then you join the discussion group the discussion group is sick both you need to be on both they work, both work together they're connected however I have to say that Solange and Umruqayya and Harith and Ayaz and everybody so far uh, with that obviously they've been doing a great job uh, with the group and making it all fun other than with that who's putting too many rules down no no she's not putting rules down so I just want to say by the way um, that someone today you know they say when you're reminded of Jahiliya yeah they're old school and the bad things in life right the bad moments and the bad days and the bad situations I just want to say that someone did that today okay they mentioned the name LTJ Bookham there's some people who are out oh, yeah you're right some people simply mark miles behind anyway so LTJ Bookham was brought up today right and when LTJ Bookham was brought up it was not brought up in a way in other in any other way other than to remind us of what logical progression who is probably going to find logical progression and and anyway this person was basically trying to indicate that you know who else is it gonna who else is going to be trying to find logical progression group if they're just searching for logical progression on telegram because they can't find the exact group and they said that you know it's only going to be ltj bookham fans okay people basically reminding me of jahiliya now i don't want to say who that is because it's not nice to remind people to tell people or to yani you know rat on people who talk about yani jahili things like that but I will say this much that their name begins with we and ends in dad, right? That's all I'll say. Yeah. Obviously I'm never gonna give their the the they're never gonna give their identity away. So when that happened, right? When that happened, I thought to myself, subhanAllah, yeah. Let's go back to really where this came from. And my my Imani, she was cleaning up the front room the other day and she brought me this. Now, now you can't see it very clearly. I'm going to try and... But this is the original flyer for Logical Progression. Did I ever show you this, guys? Ever? Did I ever show you this? Did any of the original students ever get to see this? So... If you have a look here, it's amazing. In one screen, it's reversed. In the other screen, I can see it clearly. But this is the original flyer. The thing that I want you to focus on is the bottom. Resumes the 12th of December, 2002. So we taught the original one, or I taught the original one, in 19, I think 1999. I, I think 1999. What took 10 years, Shazad? Dr. Shazad? Yeah, I think the original one was 1999, because this is not the first poster. 
because this one I can I, is you know a continuation of you know trying to make it more relevant for non-Muslims and stuff. It used to be absolute classic. We used to absolutely go off on it. I was madness. So this two thousand and two was the was the restart. Look at the look at the you relaunched twenty twelve. Ah, right, relaunch 2012, right, 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 right. So each time it was relaunching. So look, look at, look at the, uh, the, the, the thingy. I know that you guys, I know that I'm taking your time, but it's, this, is, this, this, this is historic, so it's worth it. Now, let's read it, okay? Let's read it together. Do you get the feeling that the world around you is just simply going crazy? Trust no one, the truth is out there. X-Files, Claptrap, or Valid Questions. This is how I used to write in 2002. It's so cringe. Bush, Bin Laden, boom. Have you wondered whether you're with us or with them? Life, who decided that to look like that? Evolution, is my grandfather a monkey? Death, does paradise really have 72 beautiful maidens only reserved for those who die whilst fighting jihad? Have there ever been more questions for Muslim and Islam? Is it proper cringe, yeah? This shows how sincere I am. I'm telling you now, you guys at least know that if I die tomorrow, the guy was a sincere dumb packy, yeah? Because look how horrible this is. And I should... I've hidden this forever, but because I've got no shame, right? Please join us at a weekly informal gathering every Thursday, 7 p.m. in Ambrose Hall for an opportunity to find exactly that with intellectual discussion, rational proofs, and hopefully logical progression to the truth. Relaxed, easy, and open for men and women, Muslim and non-Muslim, join us and rediscover that which your soul really deserves. Caution, truth seekers only. I'm reading this out because of the people on the podcast. Uh, every Thursday, 7 p.m., Ambrose Prayer Hall, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un, gone from us now. Oxford Road, behind Manchester Museum, which is still there, opposite the computer building, which is still there. Manchester University, see manchesterisoc.com for a map. Call 0747872256. That was not my number. So whose that was? I think that was some of the team's number. Shazad was just a blip, yani, in the, in the space-time continuum. And this was a resumption. The original one was in, in London. The original one was in Eaton Road Community Centre in Ilford. So, there you go, man. So, see, look at what Widad's intention was in Dan's talk about Jahiliya, LP, LTJ, Bookham, and look at Yanni, what it made me do. We had chocolates. Bro, chocolate's been a part of me, okay, from the very beginning, man. From the very, very beginning. Always used to have chocolates. And even more so because, you know, we had like non-practicing people, like proper non-practicing people, like, you know, punks, you know, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And then non-Muslims too. And a good few non-Muslims became Muslim as well. That was always a good result, you know. Some really nice people who are still, you know, they still comment on Facebook today, like 25 years later, 23 years later. You know, I just want to say, Eaton Road Community Centre, which is kind of some kind of school, yeah. I remember one, uh, there was a there was a, a man and woman. One the, the girl she became Muslim. She decided she didn't become Muslim, but the 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 the, the, the it we, but it wasn't a fifth class back then, right? For see how it was like you know just similar to what it is right now because this isn't exactly a proper fifth class either, right? It's all over the place, right? I mean, we're fifteen minutes in and we're chatting any nonsense about you know whatever, whatever we're talking chocolate, whatever. That's what it was. People relaxing, and you know anyway. Uh, back then, all over the place, you know, as Solange will no doubt want to remind us. Why do we, why hasn't Mesa come in and cussed us yet? What's going on? Why haven't we be cussed yet? 
How was that? How old was I in 2002? I don't know. 25 probably, something like that. Probably. In that, yeah, I need 20, 25 years old. Anyway, listen. So, the, uh, 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 she, uh, uh, the, 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 the time would run out. Yeah. And what happened? The, um, the caretaker said, that's it. You got to go. We're like, the girl's like, she's about to take Shahada. He was like, no, it was a, it was a Brillo place, by the way. Yeah, it was run by Brillo's. But we were chill, you know, I was always like, you know, let's make partnerships, whatever. So I said, come on, Uncle Man, hook it up. He goes, nope, nope, that's it. So I said to my girl, who was with me? I can't, you know, we had a, 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 we had a crew anyway. So we said, all right, khalas, we'll go back to my house. My house was, I lived on the second road behind Eaton Road Community Center. So it's like about six, seven of us. We went to my house. My parents were there. Dad was getting ready to go work night shift. And my mum was there. My sister was young. Yeah, it was my sister and my mum. And we all sat in a room, in the front room. And, uh, uh, no, Twyford Road, on Eaton Road Community Centre. Actually, off Eaton Road. And uh, that's uh, Rahima, her name is. She took Shahada in the uh, the living room. And then mum cooked us all, yani pakore, samosa, whatever. You know, you remember certain shahadas. That one I will never forget. And that was a logical progression. Anyway, I apologize, everybody. Waffling on. But it's memories. Blame with dad. Okay? Blame with dad. Doctor, man. Doctor, doctor. You didn't even attend last week's lesson. Why are you... For see how I know you didn't go there, bro. I know you didn't go there. The enemies... My enemies call it logical regression. But for you to call it tangential progression. Now that hurts now. Now that hurts. Okay, tangential progress, cheeky pack. Right, folks, so you might have seen that we've got mad ones now, mega big notes, new ones, all right? So it's going to be two sections, the entire chapter of the uh, prostration for forgetfulness, two big chapters, uh, or, or two big sections, I should say. Um, section one, section two, roughly about the same size, okay? So let's read the Arabic all of this section in, in its entirety and then we'll um, do the translation and then for the next few weeks we'll just focus on small kind of parts so for those who are not used to it for those who are on a podcast you need to come see the, the portal for those who are already on the portal you need to click on study material and then you click on Zad al-Mustaqni alright that's the text alright okay Bab Sujood is the chapter the prostration for forgetfulness section 1 our author, alayhi rahmatullah, rahmatun wasi'ah, Imam al-Hajjawi, okay, great work with the quizzes in the Telegram group, by the way, loving it, okay, that reminds me because of one of the questions about who the author was and what does the word mean, and it's brilliant. He says, يُشْرَعُ لِزِيَادِتٍ وَنَقْصٍ وَشَكٍ لَا فِي عَمْدٍ فِي الْفَرْضِ وَالنَّافِلَةِ فَمَتَزَادْ فِعْلًا مِنْ جِنْسِ الصَّلَاةِ قِيَامًا أو قُعُودًا أو رُقُوعًا أو سُجُودًا عَمْدًا بطلت وسهوا يسجد له وإن زاد ركعة فلم يعلم حتى فرغ منها سجد وإن علم فيها جلس في الحال فتشهد إن لم يكن تشهد وسجد وسلم
وإن سبح به ثقتان فأصر ولم يجزم بالصواب نفسه بطلت صلاته والصلاة من تبعه عالما لا جاهلا أو ناسيا ولا من فارقه وعمل مستكثر عادة من غير جنس الصلاة يبطلها عمده وسهوه ولا يشرع ليسيره سجود ولا تبطل بيسير أكل أو شرب سهوة ولا نفل بيسير شرب عمدا وإن أتى بقول مشروع في غير موضعه كقراءة في سجود أو وقعود يعني كقراءة في السجود وقعود وتشهد في قيام وقراءة سورة في الأخير في الأخيرتين يعني أو فورك أصلا لم تبطل ولم يجب له السجود بل يشرع وإن سلم قبل إتمامها عمدا بطلت وإن كان سهوا ثم ذكر قريبا أتمها واستجد فإن طال الفصل أو تكلم أو تكلم لغير مصلحتها يعني الصلاة بطلت ككلامه في صلبها ولمصلحتها إن كانت إن كان يسيرا لم تبطل لم تبطل وقهقهة ككلام وإن نفخ أو انتحب من غير خشة الله تعالى أو تنحنح من غير حاجة فبان حرفان بطلت That is the first entire Arabic Why you guys can't access it? Okay Alright, so now Because I can see it, why can't you not see it? If I can see it, I'm on the same portal as you are I'm not reading from my own We need to know what's going on there Can everybody else see it? Confirm to me that you guys were able to see the Arabic I was reading Okay, good, alright, that's alright, that's fine Some people have got a problem, that's all Yeah, sometimes I have to press reload as well, by the way That's a good point Alright, now I'm going to read the English, yeah? So The prostration for forgetfulness is legislated for three things. Number one, an addition, a removal, or some doubt. In the obligatory and supererogatory prayers, as long as as it was not done intentionally. So it's legislated for these these three things, an addition, a removal, and some doubt, in the obligatory and supererogatory prayers, as long as it was not done intentionally. When an action from the genus of the prayer itself is intentionally added, i.e. a standing, a sitting, a bowing, or a prostrating, the prayer is invalidated. If it is intentional, if it is unintentional, it can be prostrated for. Whenever you see the word prostrated for, it means to do sajda sahu at the end. That's what it means. Yeah, It can be prostrated for. If one adds an extra unit and only realize after they exit the prayer, they simply perform the prostration. If they realize during the prayer, they are to immediately sit down, perform the tashahud if they haven't already done so, Perform the prostration for forgetfulness and then offer the taslim. If two trustworthy people alert the imam to a mistake, but he continues whilst being unsure he is correct, his prayer is invalidated as well as for the one following him who, who knew what was correct. It is not, however, invalidated for the one who was following unaware of what was correct or had forgotten or had left the imam's prayer. Actions not from the genus of the prayer, performed in a quantity that will be considered a lot, invalidate the prayer whether done intentionally or unintentionally. 
and maybe you can even put intentionally or forgetfully. You know, I'm not too happy with. I I mean, I translated. Just took ages to do this today, by the way. But I put in unintentionally. I I can live with forgetfully there as well. Invalidate the prayer whether done intentionally or forgetfully slash unintentionally. It is not, however, legislated to offer the prostration for an insignificant number of such actions, a small number. Ingesting small amounts of food and drink do not invalidate the prayer. Happy days, folks. Happy days. The supererogatory prayer is also valid if one drinks a small amount intentionally. Sick. If one speaks during the prayer with a legitimate statement, but offered in the wrong place, such as to recite the Quran in the sajda or a seating or sitting positions, or to say the tashahud while standing, or to recite a surah in the last two units of a prayer, meaning like in a four, the prayer is neither invalidated nor does one have to prostrate, although it is legislated to do so, meaning it's allowed to do so. If one intentionally gives the taslim before the completion of the prayer, it is invalidated. If it was done forgetfully, but one quickly realizes, one completes the prayer and prostrates. If the time taken to realize is too long, or one speaks about anything other than the prayer, it is invalidated just like as if one did that during the prayer itself. Speaking a, lit- uh, speaking a little in the interests of the prayer doesn't invalidate it. Laughing is like speaking. Everything we just said about speaking, laughing is the same. If one exhales loudly with two letters articulated together or weeps other than out of the fear of Allah the Most High or clears their throat without reason whilst two letters can be heard, the prayer, I can't believe it, but all that way in Valid, are you kidding me? I get all that way. I did that, Yani, and I get all that way and I wrote the prayer in invalidated. The prayer is invalidated, okay? Not in invalidated. SubhanAllah. You see, I didn't say, MashaAllah, that's the problem. Uh, anyway, Cello. See? I'm putting this upon myself, man. Right, folks. So this is a juicy chapter. Nice and small and self-contained. And we should be able to run through this, Yani, quite nicely. And lots of interesting stuff. Okay, guys, yeah, you ready for this? Yeah, should we start? Yalla. So, in terms of what Sheikh Uthaymeen uh, wants to offer in terms of discussion, he has a really nice opening discussion on this, okay, about uh, the Arabic language. And I like that, okay? It's always nice. And this is in Al Mumtir, if you're following it, then it's on page 336, okay? And Sheikh Uthaymeen, alayhi rahmatullah, he says, Sujood Sahu. The phrase sujud asahu is one of the uh, ver- one of the forms of al mudaf and mudaf ilay. Something which is connected to its reason. The something of something, okay. The something of something. So in Arabic, we can see this that this form. Uh, what do they call mudaf uh, mudaf ilay or idafa in? Uh, in English grammar, by the way, because you know that I can't do grammar at all. So I have no idea what they call English grammar. But what is mudaf mudaf ilay in English? So sujood sahu the prostration of forgetfulness, possessed, I don't think is that. What's this, Yani? What, 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 what do you call 
الْإِضَافَةِ The possessive phrase. Yeah, but I mean, who's going to read the possessive phrase and have any idea what the hell's going on? Like, what do we tell normal people to try to explain what sujood sahu means? Or is there no phrase like that? I don't even know. The idafa construction. You see, this is this is what I like to see. When you fail, yeah, then just you know, put the uh, Arabic into an English sentence and just pretend that they know what's going on. We call it an idafa construction. <laughs> oh my God, that's quality. I have to say, I I enjoyed that. Okay, yeah. Oh, I've got no doubt that you. I've got no doubt that Bayina taught you that. How the fish is that going to help someone who doesn't know what Idafa is? You absolute pack? Yeah, let me try to explain what Idafa means. Idafa construction. Right. It is the possessor. You see, I like Zakaria's version. This belongs to this. You see, that's my kind of, you know, because we're from the street. Right? It is the possessed and the possessor. A noun which, which belongs to the noun. Anyway, the point is, is that what Sheikh is saying is that the sujood as-sahu, the prostration for forgetfulness, is showing a, 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 a construct, a thing which is connected to its reason. So the sajda for the sake of the... And what basically Sheikh says that they are the, the of, okay, the added to thing, all right? The way that you add something can either be added to it for a reason, inner reason, for the you know for the cause added to it in terms of its place. So in Arabic you use li for you know uh, for, to mean for, and you use min sometimes from, and you use fi which means you know within. All right, etc. 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 Sheikh gives an example. He says bal makru layli wa nahari. Alright, Okay? And When you look at this particular construction in Surah Saba, alright? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you remember this verse, which is an interesting conversation between the kuffar and the believers, the believers, the kuffar basically blamed the believers, and the believers basically said that. No, it is the planning of Bal Makrul Nahar. There's a idafa here, there's a possession, the makr, which is the plot. The plotting of the night and the day that was trying to convince us and make us and force us to make kufr with Allah and nakfura billah. Okay. The the plot belongs to the night and the day. The Alif Lam indicates that. Makru al-layli wa-nahari. Obviously, when you study Arabic language, you know that you're looking for clues, becomes majroor, etc. I don't want to go above and beyond the, 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 this class because this is obviously not an advanced Arabic class or even a basic Arabic class. But obviously, there are some people who are studying and reading in Arabic. And so I want to just make this point that the form does not... This is the phrase I was looking for, genitive construction. I knew it was... I, I knew it was the uh, 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 I knew that was an actual phrase, right? Genitive construction. So, and therefore the possessive here, the genitive. Const- <laughs> listen, listen. Don't be stepping. Okay, 
It is genitive construction. That's not that it helps anybody. That's why I'm, I'll never be a, an Arabic teacher. So this is the plotting of the night and the day, even though, of course, the night doesn't, but it belongs to it because of what happened within it. Okay, that's the beautiful thing. The taqdeer, you know, the assumed word, is the plotting that was done in the night and the day. But it's called the plotting of the night and the day. The plot of the night and the day. But the night doesn't plot. It's the people who are plotting. So it's the plotting that was done in the night and the day. And then, for example, if you got khatim hadid, an iron ring. An iron ring, the word which is being assumed is an I, a, a, a ring. Well, we, we, we say iron ring. The ring of iron is actually the, the exact translation. The ring of iron. But the assumed word is the ring from iron. The ring from iron. So the word min is assumed. Alright? And then kitabu zaid. Okay? Alhamdulillah, Solange has made a mistake. Yeah? Everybody please take a screenshot. Yeah? And just make sure that we remind her for the rest of her life how she spells ring. Yeah? So, kitabu um, zaid. The book of Zaid is Kitab Lizaid, is the book of Zaid, okay, or the book for Zaid. So there is a, uh, 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 um, there's always an assumed word in this genitive construction, such as the possession of one by another, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you see how nice that looks. Sumer has posted the whole thing and it's got it's got italics and it's got bold and everything. But it's just so boring that sentence that I I don't I even reading that paragraph I think uh, I will die and everybody else will die. Okay? So in terms of the ayah about al-mustakbirin wal mustad'afin and in terms of are they are, are they all uh, rather than believers and disbelievers that is one of the opinions. And there, are, there is, and I have to say that I lean towards the fact that this kufr led to uh, this, uh, this shismul, uh, that this kibar was that of the level of kufr. But there are correct. There are some that said that no, these were two groups of the believers, and others said these are two groups of the disbelievers, and others said that believers and disbelievers. Anyway, so what the sheikh basically says. Is that when you do sujood sahu, when you say this word sujood sahu, it means the prostration that belongs to forgetfulness. But what's the missing word in between? It's lam, the pro, the prostration for forgetfulness. That's why we translated it. That's like that's why this is not going into the transcript. No, no, no. So, or it can. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what goes in transcript. Right? The the prostration for forgetfulness. Okay. For forgetfulness. Now. That's that. That's that done. Page three hundred and thirty-two. If you're using the Arabic, uh, uh, three sorry, three hundred thirty-six. Beg your pardon. Um, if you're using the uh, mumtia in the uh, study uh, section. Now, that's the first thing which he mentions, and the and the um, the second thing, okay, is the word forgetfulness. When you forget something, yani sahu or saha, yani to forget. Then you, you can, 
use different in Arabic language you use different words before it that would indicate a kind of slightly different meaning or a slightly different consequence of the sentence okay and so for example you got two words which precede the forgetfulness an and fi an and fi so for example if you say an that he forgot that the person uh, 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 forgot with the word with the pronoun being an or the word before it being an then this is very blameworthy and a big problem where, uh, because it means heedlessness and something which has been uh, intentionally left out or yani negligence whereas if you have fi before it forget to be forgetful in something or, or as I'll explain in a better in a second okay then this is like a forgiven one because it means that the uh, the heart uh, forgot about something that it didn't want to forget and it and it um yeah it didn't want to forget okay so so for example if you say saha fulan fi salatihi saha no no pronoun whatever the word is okay the, 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 the word before like here's what i want to say saha fulan fi salatihi if we translate this sta- statement preposition yeah that fulan so and so forgot fi salatihi in his prayer versus saha fulan an salatihi which would translate as so and so forgot of his prayer or forgot from his prayer or forgot his prayer you wouldn't in english you wouldn't yani give a, a, a point the two are vastly different because to forget in the prayer and to forget the prayer just in english is straightforward right to forget the and it's not even you might say yeah but, but if you forget the prayer you forgot the whole prayer no i'm saying that what if you were praying for example for example versus whatever in the Arabic using the fi and the an has an entire different yani, uh, connotation and Sheikh gives a really nice example he says the surah that we all know okay he says when you see Allah say فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاهُونَ Right? So woe be upon those who pray, those who are heedless of their prayer. Of their prayer. Okay? So if you look at it, right? Exactly this statement. Exactly about this statement. What Sumaira has just uh, 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 said that they are heedless of their prayer and the salaf would mention and they would say alhamdulillah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, revealed this surah with the word an salatihim and not fi salatihim because imagine if this was hum fi salatihim sahun it's currently the current yani the, 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 the Quran as it is 
It says, so woe be upon those who pray, those who are heedless of their prayer. Meaning that they just they don't give it any importance. So they pray it sometimes they don't, they, they're not very good with it. Sometimes they do a good one, bad one, they don't really care about it, don't wake up for it, they don't set alarm for it. It doesn't their day is about, you know, if it fits, it fits. That is them. And they're treating the prayer like that. These deserve all of the blame that they're gonna get, the punishment they're gonna get, the serious sin that is. Imagine if Allah had said, So for Musalin, so woe be upon those who Pray, those who are forgetful in their prayer. That means we'd all be dead. We'd all be finished because there's none of us that doesn't forget in their prayer. All of us forget in our prayer or are heedless in our prayer. We make mistakes in our prayer. That just goes to show the strength or the importance of knowing the uh, grammatical constructs, the the uh, uh, the prepositions that are used, etc., etc. Anyway. So this whole so after that yani chapter right after that introduction let's jump straight in. Effectively, what this is, as I said yesterday or last week, that this sajda sahu or sujud sahu, okay, and sujud sahu is a better phrase to use to be honest, okay, is just a blessing and a message from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that helps us fix problems in the prayer, and it's something which is a, um, and it's in place primarily, okay. Primarily, yeah, they they do actually pray, but to 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 someone who prays and someone who's a prayer is very very different, right? Prays properly, I mean, just praying the odd prayer here and there doesn't mean much, right? Allah is saying that those will be upon those people who pray in this way, versus those people who pray properly, right? So. Now let's look at this, yeah? The sahu itself, forgetfulness, is very much part and parcel of the human construct. And not only have we been created to forget, whether we can you know, argue about the theological reality of that and whether it's true or not true, what does that mean about us and how we held accountable or not, blah, blah, blah. All you need to know is that the Prophet ﷺ forgot as well. And used to forget in his prayer, and he has also used this tool to fix his own prayer and the prayer of those behind him. And if you want me to go even further, he used to fix the prayer where he made the mistake that the others spotted, who didn't make the mistake. And so, therefore, we learn a lot from these few hadiths that allow us to create a very detailed chapter that covers virtually every single scenario that you can think of of when we mess up in the prayer. And when the Prophet um does this, then we know, alhamdulillah, that not only is he, is he a human and someone who is realistic to copy and emulate, but it also means that we shouldn't beat ourselves up over it if it happens to us. Obviously, happening every prayer, that's a disaster. But I mean, if it happens here and there, then, you know, it is what it is. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, In a hadith which is narrated in Bukhari Muslim, he said that I am only a man like you. I'm just a man like you. I forget like you forget. And if I forget something, then remind me. Alert me. For the kiruni. Then make sure you alert me to it. Remind me to it. Okay? So this is the nature of mankind. And it doesn't mean that a person is not concentrating on the prayer or, for, or doesn't care about the prayer or is, yani, he is mu'arid of, of the salah. Okay? Because the greatest of mankind, yani, he used to establish the prayer and have this, this issue so, you know, why not? 
And there are three forms that it can happen, to, all right? When you, when you are forgetful in the prayer, it expresses itself in three ways. You either add something to the prayer, you either forget something from the prayer, so that means you take away from it. So an act, it's an, uh, uh, so adding something to the prayer is called ziyada, which means increase. So you're increasing something to the prayer. So ziyadatan, or naqs, nuqsan, yeah? In Urdu we say nuqsan, yeah? Arabic nuqsan as well, or uh, naqas, something which is deficient. So you've taken something away from the prayer. And the third form, which is more tricky and more difficult and very interesting, it's its own category, is shek. So this is a forgetfulness as well, right? This is a form of forgetfulness because if you had remembered that you'd prayed two, definitely prayed two, had remembered that, then you wouldn't be in doubt now. The reason you're in doubt of I prayed three, of I prayed two, of I prayed three, of I prayed two, is because you forgot what you were reciting clearly and what you were doing in the first two. So that you can't even work out whether you're on the third or not. So these are all three forms of, of forgetfulness. You, you, you know, you, you become minus, you add another one. You, 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 you know, you start daydreaming and so you pray less. And then the third one is shek, which is doubt. Okay? Now, um, the sheikh starts off, uh, uh, so that's his introduction done. Okay? Now let's get to the words of Imam al-Hijawi. Imam al-Hijawi says, Yushra' li ziyadatin wa naqsin wa shak. Yushra' We had a lot of fun with this word last week, right? It is legislated. It is legislated. Meaning it is possible in our religion. That means, يَجِبُ تَارَةً وَيُسَنُّ أُخْرَى as uh, Sheikh Uthameen says, that means that it is obligatory in certain times and it is recommended in other times. It is part of our religion, case by case basis. It's something which is halal, has a basis, so it's there. And the three reasons, it's done for a ziyada, it's done for an addition or, an in- or a decrease or some doubt. Because all of these will, uh, all of the problems will occur in these uh, three kind of expressions. And that does not mean, and this is so important, folks, that every increase, every addition, every uh, 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 um, re- what did we say? Nux was re- remove uh, every uh, deficiency. I forgot the word I used. What was what the word did I use for 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 nux? Every no, not 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 forgetfulness. No, I didn't use re- removal. Yeah, removal. I think I used removal. Yeah, or did I use removal? Whatever, anyway. Every addition, every omission. I like omission. I like omission, yeah. Every addition, every... It does not mean that every addition, every omission, and every doubt that there is a sajda. Okay? Removal. Thank you, Mesa. That's what I used before. I like omission, though. So every... Removal of something from the prayer, every addition to the prayer, and every shak in the prayer. Okay, it does not mean every time that happens there is a sajda. That's very important. The author did not say that in every th- one of these cases. He said that these are the three types, because sometimes you might be praying a sunnah prayer, and you might add a sunnah or decrease a sunnah. For example, you might have doubt over a sunnah aspect. Okay, so f- for example, just off the top of my head. You're, you're, you're saying, I'm going to do 15 Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la, Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. And you get to 13 and 14, you can't remember which one it is. So you decide to just stop right there. So, you know, that's doubt. Or you add something, you add an extra surah. Or you leave out a surah, for example. Yeah? These are all sunnah acts. So, um, 
so anyway these are the three uh, key areas to add something to remove something to omit something from the prayer and to have doubt over something in the prayer la fi amdin but not in the case of doing this intentionally this has to be done unintentionally because if you intentionally if you intentionally uh if you intentionally add something to the prayer or decrease or intentionally doubt yourself if that's even possible okay then the prayer is invalidated okay it's not possible it's not possible to have a, a, a sajda sahu. A sajda of forgetfulness can never, ever, ever, as I said last week, fix a prayer that's invalidated. If you invalidate your prayer, your prayer is cancelled. It's got to start again from the beginning. The sajda sahu or sujood sahu can only fix a prayer. And a prayer that's only damaged to a certain amount. If a prayer is invalidated because you came with a massive one, all right, you came and killed it, like you intentionally added something to the prayer, all right, then that is something which is it's too much. And of course, of course, we're not talking about the sunnah, right? We're talking about in the obligatory aspects of the prayer and the pillars of the prayer, okay? Um, so if you intentionally leave out a, an obligation, or leave out a rukan, then it makes no sense for such a second. Okay? But in Sunnah Whereas if you were to leave out a a Sunnah act or add a Sunnah act, then the prayer is valid without that. And there is no need to fix that uh, prayer. There's no need to fix that prayer. And obviously we had that big discussion last week. Sheikh mentioned something interesting to add to it. He said that um, some of the scholars did mention though that whoever zada jahilan fa'innahu yushra'u lahu sujudu sahu. So, for example, if there is a person who is praying the Sunnah prayer, okay, uh, sorry, if there is someone who increases Sunnah acts whilst not being aware of it, not being in his mind or her mind, they are. They weren't expecting to do that, but they're so kind of, you know, mindless at the moment that they start adding certain acts, okay, which themselves are not fundamental. Um, so, for example, um, a person is, uh, he's reciting in the first raka'ah, he recites the Fatiha, says Amin, and he starts off and he wants to read Surah Shams, for example. And that's what his intention is. And then he just starts and he's on autopilot and his mind goes to, you know, work and he's thinking about lunch and he's thinking about, you know, whether he can get finish in time for the game. And he's now gone on to Surah Layl, now he's gone on to Surah Duha, now he's gone on to, and he ends up in Bayina. And when he's in Bayina, he's like, man, I'm in Bayina. Right? So then he goes, Allahu Akbar. Some of the scholars said that even though it's allowed for him, and I kind of alluded to this last week, even though it's allowed for him to actually increase the prayer with Sunnah acts, even though to read more Quran is better, he never had that intended. And what he just did was entirely mindlessly. And it wasn't a positive thing because he didn't intend it, but it happened yani, with him being heedless about it. 
So he should make sajda sahu for the fact that he let shaitan come in and distract him. Now you might say, hold on, how can shaitan come in and distract a person by increasing their ibadah? Well, arguably, arguably, a person uh, has gone in, yani, is, is, is not showing, is not, and it's, you know, so for someone like me, it strengthens my own opinion about the recitation of the Quran, that I believe that tadabbur of the Quran over little is far, far more better than the reciting of lots of it without tadabbur. But at the same time, nobody said that reciting lots without tadabbur is something sinful. Here though, it's not even the fact that it's sinful or not sinful. The person doesn't even realize that he's reciting. Like he has no idea what he's doing. This might not be a very good example, to be honest. But I just want you to appreciate that when the scholars said that, you know what, it's legislated. And they're not saying you have to do it. But they're saying, you know what, it's there. I think you might want to do a sajda, sujood al at the end. To just basically apologize for how mindless you are, disrespectful. Now that, I have to say, I'm feeling a lot. I have to say that I, I really like the idea of someone being held accountable for being mindless in the prayer when they've been lazy. As opposed to, you know, the, the normal permanent problems that we have. Anyway, Allah Alam. Um, yes, you can intentionally add more than one surah. Absolutely. Absolutely, you can do that, Cash. Um, so someone intending to do Subhan Rabbil Azim and Ruku'ah ends up doing more. You see, that's the problem. It's a bit, it, it, again, it's not an easy one to hold down, right? Because um, it's not even about being intentional. Because you could have intended to do three and you're just enjoying it, right? So you add another two and then you add another two and we want that to happen. We want it to be lots. I'm talking about a person who's so heedless that he doesn't even remember where he is, what he's doing. And what we're saying is that even if the acts are not, you know, this is like sunnah kind of acts, then, you know, we should, we should yani, be, you know, aware, respect of the prayer. How does, yeah, just check out what Mesa said and obviously there's more coming up in detail as well. Isn't this the same as the issue of such that no, I want to make it clear for Zayed that I want to make a distinction between that, right? Because um, a, 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 your normal lack of khushur, I would argue, you tell me, 99 times out of 100 does not lead you to do what I kind of described, which is 17 forms of, subha- of tasbih instead of three, or reciting seven surahs instead of one. It normally is you reciting whatever you're meant to be reciting and suddenly you come to your end and you feel empty. You realize you've come to the end of it and that you weren't there during the reciting. You were not there. That's the 99 times as opposed to the one whatever. Um, what if a person is unsure whether they read Surah Fatih, how well they are still in the Qiyam of the same Raka'ah reading a Surah? These are questions that are going to come much later. Fatima. Maybe actually we've done that before. Uh, maybe we have But anyway If you're not sure Then of course you have to recite it again No doubt about that If you are in the uh, same You know Qiyam And about to read a surah Or even reading a surah Then uh, You would Absolutely You would You would Because you just don't know And as a result of that We're going to learn What you're going to do as a result Okay That's the whole point What, do you, what does it mean To increase, decrease Etc, etc Alright So this is interesting, right? This is something like, yeah, kind of like driving in a mind wonder, yeah. But we've got to be careful. You see what, 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 what Fatima was saying, sorry, what Fidl was saying, 
right? It's very important that we do not at any moment fall into that waswas trap because that would be a disaster. We cannot allow us to, ourselves to be uh, uh, held you know, hostage like that. So it's more about, and that's why a lot of scholars, did it. A, a lot of scholars just made it nice and simple. They said, no, there's no sajdahu in sunnah, up, down, nothing. And I like that. Okay, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I like people who try to, who boldly make a statement to try to get rid of problems that they see. It's like Abdullah ibn Abbas, you know, I give this example a lot when it comes to uh, wetness after going to the toilet, especially for males, right? And you could go into big, long issues about how long you got to clean this and dry and wash and this, that, whatever, whatnot. And Abdullah ibn Abbas is like, listen, no more than 10-15 seconds, wash. And if you're that worried, then just put some water in the uh, in your undergarments, underpants, whatever it is, and that's it. Just pull up the, the pants and off you go. You know, ignore ignore what you feel. Like literally, ignore the wetness. Because the wetness that you feel is the wetness that you yourself put into that pants. Knowing full well that is very likely, possible, probable, whatever, depending upon person person, that is leaking from that person, right? Or part of the reason that caused the waswas in the first place. But this is how we're going to slap it down. We're going to be absolutely bam, not interested in this any issue waswas. Get out of my head like that, okay? So, did we just say the sajda of mistake is also for rukans? Haris, just chill, bro. This is all coming, all coming, okay? All rukan issues, that, that's not this first section, okay? That's the second section. All right. Fil nafila. Yeah? So, this is something which is very interesting. Sheikh says, it is legislated either as an obligation or as a recommendation in the obligatory prayer and the uh, non-obligatory prayer, what we call the supererogatory prayer. For those who are joining us first time, we don't call it voluntary prayer because it's not the right word. Yeah, Voluntary means that it's something that's up to you whether you want to do or not do. That's not what sunnah and nafal mean. Sunnah and nafal in the English language means supererogatory. It is not obligatory and if a person does it, they're rewarded for it, which is not what voluntary means. So this is legislated for both. Now you might be thinking, well, hold on, how can it be legislated for a sunnah prayer or a nafal prayer in which is the prayer itself is not even obligatory? We're going to come to that in a second. Let's just focus on the, uh, uh, the, the, the statement first because Sheikh Uthimi makes a really good point. He said that sajda sahu is obligated for every, is legislated, is to be performed in every obligatory prayer and nafal prayer. Question for you folks, does that mean every single type of prayer? Is that, is that statement correct? Every obligatory prayer and every sunnah prayer. What do you think? Without anybody cheating. Can you think of some problems or potential problems? What would be a potential problem? Who can think of an exception and why? The uh, Correct. Adil, the Janazah prayer, okay? So the Janazah prayer, right, is an exception. So therefore, this is only applying to those prayers that have a ruku'ah and a sujood. Only those prayers that have a ruku'ah and a sujood. Sunatul Janazah, there is no sajda uh, sahu. Uh, there is no sajda sahu legislated for Salatul Janazah because it, it itself doesn't have a ruku'ah or sujood. 
okay? And so how can you fix a prayer that doesn't have sajda legislated in it? Then you fix it by making a sajda for it. Um, but every single prayer that does have a... Um, every single prayer that does have a, a ruku' and a sujood, then it is fixed with the sajda sahu, whether it's a fard prayer or a nafal prayer. Now, Sheikh says, what if someone says, you are telling me that you're going to obligate upon me a sajda tisahu in a non-obligatory prayer, yani, if I was to leave one of the wajibat of the salah, like for example, saying Allahu Akbar whilst I go to ruku'ah. Yeah, so I finished the surah in my two raka'ah nafil that I'm praying. Finished my surah and I'm now going for the ruku'ah. So I go Allahu Akbar. That Allahu Akbar, that takbiratul intiqal, the takbir of moving from standing to ruku'ah, that is an obligation of the prayer. It's not a ruku'ah, but it's an obligation. And you're saying that if I miss that out, or I miss that first tashahud out, I have to do the uh, thing, and Sheikh says, yes. Like Warda has just said, yes. We will obligate that. They say, why? We'll say, if they say, why? They'll, they'll, they'll say, how are you doing that? How are you making something obligatory in a non-obligatory prayer? And the prayer, aslan ghair wajiba. And the prayer itself, yani, it doesn't, it's not obligatory. What we say is, Once you start that act, once you enter into that act of worship, whether it's obligatory or non-obligatory or nafil or sunnah or ghair mu'akkad or mu'akkad or whatever, okay, you have to do that act according to the sharia. You have to do it according to the sharia. If you don't, then you're just mocking the sharia. So if you were to go into the prayer and decide to basically, yeah, yeah, you, f you should finish a started act. Not just finish a started act, but finish a started act properly. It has proper reward. It has proper system, proper rules. You've got to do it properly. Otherwise, it's mustahza. Yani, it's something which is, yani, you're humiliating, mocking the prayer itself. If a person doesn't want to pray, right, then don't pray. If you can't, if you don't want to pray properly, then don't pray. You don't pray in the first place. You're not obligated to pray in the first place. So what are you doing? Once you start to pray and you do that, then you're just playing around with it. Um, and that's something which is not possible, Sheikh said. It's just not possible. You can't just do enough and do it the way you want just because it's not correct. But so that's important. Okay, so this uh, so this is important because maybe some people think that, yeah, when I'm praying my sunnah, I never can make a mistake because it's a sunnah prayer. All right, so now that's been debunked. All right, let's say you want to protect the reward that, of that supererogatory prayer. If you don't do it, 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 any, it becomes batin, then it's just like you never did it. I mean, I, I don't know what that, that, that means. Good luck to anybody who took any work that means. <laughs> what that means. Uh, okay. So the next section is Okay. So this is, this is now the next sentence. All right. So when an action from the genus of the prayer itself is intentionally added. So now what we're talking about, okay, is there's two points that you must underline. Number one, that it's an action. So therefore, we don't mean a statement, right? And number two, 
Min jinsin salah, from the genus of the prayer, meaning it's from the actual, it's part of the prayer itself. So if you do actions which are not part of the prayer, it doesn't matter. Okay? So in terms of this section here, alright? Basically the author is about to tell us that the prayer will be invalidated. The prayer will be invalidated if you intentionally add an action from standing, sitting, bowing, or prostrating. If you add any of these to the prayer intentionally, the prayer is invalidated. The two things to remember here is one, that it is an action. Two, that's from the prayer. That means if you intentionally add a statement that has a different ruling, that means if you intentionally add an action that's not from the prayer, that's not part of the prayer itself, that has a different ruling. What we're focusing on this action are those actions that are from the prayer, which are from the essential parts of the prayer that describe the prayer, they're from the structure of the prayer. If they are added to it intentionally, then the prayer is invalidated. What are these actions? It's to stand, it's to sit, it's to do ruku, and it's to do sujood. Does the author, by mentioning these four, does he basically mean just these acts? Is he meaning it in a in a general sense, or is he specifying that it's only these four? In the in the opinion of in the opinion of the author, he's saying only these four. He's referring to only these four actions, and when he's referring to them, he doesn't mean just random standing. He basically basically means if you stand when you should be sitting or if you sit when you should be standing or you go into ruku' in any of its positions other than when you should do or you go into sujood in any of the positions of the prayer other than when you should be doing the sajda and you do that intentionally the prayer is invalidated and I think that's not very difficult for anybody to accept that's something which is uh, 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 you know allowed now that's good because we need to keep it tight Okay, today, because man's got yeah, anything to do today, right? So, a uh, couple of points. Sujud Talawa, we don't want to come into Sujud Talawa at the moment. Uh, you see people who pray Nafal sitting down. Now, praying Nafal sitting down is not praying, is not sitting in the position of standing, okay? Because that particular sitting, whilst you should be standing, is the actual act of that particular prayer. Okay? It is the actual act of that prayer. So I hope that that makes sense. Right? Because that's a concessional, a concessionary prayer. Anything which has a nas, anything which is done intentionally following a, 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 a text from the Quran and Sunnah can never be in of itself a problem. Okay? Alright? So, so, the Sheikh then gave some examples, right? And and, and like I said, وَأَنَّهُ لَا زَادَ فِعْلَنَا غَيْرَ هَذِي الْأَفْعَالَ الْأَرْبَعَةَ كَرَفْعَ الْدَيْنِ مَثْلًا فِي غَيْرَ مَوَادِعَ الرَّفَعَ فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَدْخُلْ فِي عُمُومِ كَلَامِ مُؤَلِّفِ فَلَا تَبْتُلُ الصَّلَابِ عَمْدِهِ وَلَا يَجِبِ السُّجُودِ So Sheikh goes like, for example, if a person, okay, did, if a person, he raises his hands, okay, uh, doing Rafa'i Dain, right? And he was to do that 
say for example, غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين قل هو الله أحد الله سمد يعني this is obviously meant to happen when you go into ruku' right it's not meant to happen when you say Amin. According to the statement of the Sheikh of Imam al-Hijjawi and the Hanbali school, if you were to do the Rafa Adain, even though that is from the prayer, okay, in a place where it's not meant to happen, the prayer intentionally you were to do that, the prayer is not invalidated. And you don't need to do Sajda Sahu either. And you don't need to do the Sajda Sahu either if you forgot about it. I mean, if you did it forgetfully. Okay? Now, Sheikh Uthameen says, I'm okay with that. That's what the author is saying. Then that's what we're going to go with. And the reason that he's going to go with that is because the school does believe that these four actions are the big mainstay actions. Okay? Um... And we'll develop on this over the next couple of months. But let's just only yeah, focus on that. That a, 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 the raising of the hands is seen as a much more minor act. And obviously we know that it's not an obligatory act anyway. So we start to get a bit of a clue about how the way that the imam is thinking. These four acts are being intended in of themselves. And if they are done, which is the standing, the sitting, the ruku' and the sujood, which are the four dominant acts, the mainstays of the prayer, the main things which describe it and its spirit and its and its and its power and its everything. These are the ones that we're going to be looking at very closely. And if any of these come in the wrong places, then it really shows that a person has messed it up big time. Let alone do that intentionally. Right? So that's a problem. Then Sheikh gives some examples. So for example, if there is a person who did ruku' twice intentionally, then the prayer would be invalidated. Unless, of course, this is a... Unless, of course... Uh, bonus prize... I'll give some chocolates. I'm not going to give you a chocolate. I'll, I'll give you. The, uh, I will virtually give you this treat, which is in my hand. Well done, Bilal. Ta-da! A nice fresh plum. You know what's incredible? The healthy stuff. Okay, it exists on my desk for days. Hippo went and brought me this five days ago. Five days. It's been sitting right here on my desk next to Ta-da! Lifesaver, folks. I told everybody to go for vitamin D, isn't it? I told everybody vitamin D, vitamin D. I told you in February, bust your vitamin D. Now they start coming out with vitamin D is 51%. Going to reduce that 52% reduction of thingy. I told you, smack 10 of these bad boys down, 20,000 units, and then take two every week. You're going to be as... Right as rain, insha'Allah, bifadlillah, when I talk about Allah Azza wa Jal. And it's next to the logical progression thingy. As for chocolate, <laughs> chocolate lasts all of five seconds on this desk, bro. Five seconds. All right? Bro, we didn't get good plums this year, man. Come on. We didn't get good plums this year, man. We didn't. But we got sick potato, uh, 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 apples. Bismillah, mashallah. Mashallah. You know, Artuk Bay, he says, Inshallah. He doesn't say Inshallah like everybody else. If you listen to Artur and all his boys, they go, Inshallah, Inshallah. Bamse, Bamse goes, Inshallah. But 
if you listen to Artuk Bey, he goes, Inshallah. Anyway, with that, don't be hating. With that, don't, with that, just calm down. I know what, God, you know what, you want to watch LTJ Bookham, isn't it? That's what you want to watch, isn't it? So, Mesa, Mesa, at least we have TV. Don't be make me don't make me come over there and start talking about badminton. Come on, Jad. Jad, which Jad are you? Are you my Jad? Or are you? Or are you? Or are you sweet? Yeah, and you sweet sweet Jad. I'm telling you, yes, Jad. Jad, this this is twenty thousand units. Yeah, it's a twenty thousand units one, and. Uh, you know, they'll talk all this nonsense about age and loading those. Ten of these, no problem, bro. Any age, anything. Get about 200,000 units in as a loading dose. And then two tablets a week. And you'll be fine. Five, six quid, seven quid a box. It's nice and cheap. Yeah. And this is the proper halal one as well. I think that you will never, ever... Shut up, Zaf. No one cares about doctors who know nothing. Cash, you fish. You absolute fish. What do you think? I've got a pause button for your pack. Eight thousand a day, yeah. Eight thousand. One second. Eight thousand a day, right? Let's look at that. Eight thousand. Eight sixteen twenty. What was eight times seven? Mass was never my strong sweet. Fifty six. You see, Zakaria, this is LP. You see, the Hami Sahib. I've been telling you for donkeys years, bro. No fasiha, the class is, this is part of the class, okay? Fasiha, listen up and learn, okay? Has the class flipping concluded? 56, yeah? <laughs> you see with that? I bring the bad boys to the class, you see that? That's right. That's right, Zakaria meet with dad, your nemesis. With dad, meet Zakaria, the gangster, the king. Listen, 56. Yeah, you're taking, you're taking serious dosage there, bro. That you're taking, I'm dead 56, you're taking 56, yeah? That's serious dosage, but that's okay. Whereas I'm taking 40,000, I'm not even deficient. Bro, I eat so much meat and so much, I get so much, so much sun, so much fish. I got so much vitamin D inside me, yeah? That if Corona came to me, it'd be like, what the fish is all this vitamin D doing here? I've had enough, I'm out of it. Okay? That's basically what would happen. All right? Tell your mom to chill, bro. Listen, I was saying about halal, yeah? So there are certain medicines which are the full halal, like the halal of all halals. I don't think I've ever seen... One second, hold on. In my life, in my life, and I am a specialist in medicines, I have never seen anything more halal in my life. Have a look at this. One second, one second. Peanut free, gelatin free, vegetarian, alcohol free, absorb yeast free, preservative. Yani, it is absolutely the biha. Ghassan, that is one sick Denzel flipping gift, bro. Taking time. <laughs> I like that. That is quality. So, anyway, that is about as halal as it gets. Okay? Don't anyone ever. Yani, step to how halal a medicine can be. Like, they are so paranoid that they're like, 
We're going to make this the world's most free halal thingy. And in respect of that gift, in fr- which is a real gift, that gift is a gift, okay? MashaAllah, right? I'm going to carry on with the dars. We're going to wind it up. So Sheikh says, Un- unless a person, um, I love it. Amina, see, this is Amina, okay? She's like, listen, I don't know about you lot. I just want to know whether I can hang my, yani, the things that I bought in Turkey the other day, can I hang them on the wall or not? You lot carry on with your stuff, yeah? But it's like, you know, that's Amina. She's like, you know, you lot can carry on. Like, you know. So I just want to say to Amina, you just keep on dreaming, bro. All right? I'm going to get played like that. Right? So, All right? So, if a person was to do the ruku' intentionally twice in other than the, 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 the eclipse prayer, because eclipse prayer has two ruku' Yani for sujood, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very different prayer. Then, it is, um, uh, it is a thingy. Uh, it is uh, invalidated. The prayer is invalidated. Or if a person wants to do such the three times, like that mate that I met in the, in the UAE, right? Remember him? Yeah. Right. Then that would be that invalidates the prayer. And if he was to sit down whilst reciting Surah Al-Fatiha, then it would be, the prayer would be invalidated. Or if he stood up, yani whilst reciting the tashahud, the prayer would be invalidated. And this is a point of ijma'ah. There is an absolute consensus on this point, that the scholars have agreed upon this. And the evidence for this, for them having ijma'ah upon this issue, is the statement of the Prophet ﷺ, whoever does an action that's not from our actions, then it is rejected. And the word rejected here does not just mean in terms of uh, uh, haram or halal, but it means it's not even yani, to be considered an action. So that's why it is, uh, uh, that's why it's invalidated. And to finish this particular sentence, وَسَهْوًا يَشْجُدْ لَهُ هَذِهِ مَعْطُوفَ لَا عَمْدًا أي وَمَتَى زَادَ قِيَامًا أو قُعُودًا أو رُقُوءًا أو سُجُودًا سَحْوًا يَشْجُدْ لَهُ لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أمر من زاد في صلاته أن يشجد سجدتين هذا دليل من القول ودليل من الفعل أنه صلى الله عليه وسلم لما صلى خمسا في حديث عبد الله بن مسعود وقيل له, وقيل له صليت خمسا ثنى رجليه فسجد سجدتين right listen listen to finish off this entire section if he was to add those four actions, the standing, the sitting, the ruku' or sajda, in a place other than when it should be, yeah, like I described, but he did that unintentionally, unintentionally, then he will just make the sajda and that's it. So after the prayer, he will make the sajda. And we'll come to obviously all of this. Everything, this will take time. Everybody is bursting at the seams because this is a, quite a section that not many people know. Okay. Um, so there's obviously a lot of questions. And we do have two bases for this. We have a verbal evidence for this and we have a action as well. Verbally, the Prophet ﷺ, he saw a person who increased in his prayer. Okay. And he said, to, and he commanded him to perform two sajdas. Okay, this is him telling someone that someone to do it. The action is him himself, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, in the hadith, in the famous hadith, narrated in 
well, it has it's narrated by Bukhari and Muslim, but in this particular version, it is narrated by Imam Muslim, and this is the famous hadith, and we're we're going to be taking this hadith apart, yeah, in in the, in this in these few weeks, maybe months, I don't know. Um, hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu an, the famous one in which the Prophet prayed, and they told him that he had prayed five when he finished, and you could see he had doubt, he wasn't sure, and so then he did two sajdas, okay, so if he prayed five then he added to the prayer in places where it shouldn't have happened and he did it unintentionally. So that's a basic broad evidence for if a person was to add these things, then they would have to make the sajda um, uh, for it. Okay, so that is the class in terms of the texts. Okay, so that's actually when you think about it. Okay, because we've got major haters in this class like with that. That's one, two, three, four, five full pages. That's all I will say. Okay. And in terms of and in terms of lines, then that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight full lines of English. I will have you know. Okay? That's all I will say. Now let's take some of these questions. Okay, because I know Amina wants to, you know, pang up what she bought from Turkey the other day. And what if you repeat if you are in doubt? This is not from the Sunnah. We don't do no repeating or doubting or anything like that. That's the same as last week we were talking about. That is opening the door to shaitan. Waswas is a complete disaster. Okay. Um, that's going to become a lot clearer. Okay. R-A. Please can you define unintentional and intentional? Alright. By the way, you have to keep reminding me to, ask, to read out the questions. Because the guys listening online on the podcast... They can't see the question and I, I just, you know, I, I'm in the zone. So I need to make sure that I read out the question. Okay. So when we say intentional and unintentional, this will become clearer. But there's no more to add right now because it is exactly that. There, it is not right to say all actions that we do are intentional. That's not right. A person never wants to pray five raka'ah in a four raka'ah prayer. If you did, okay then that's done unintentionally. Unless you knew from the beginning, this is an Asr prayer and I want to pray at five. Well, that's game over. You've, you've, you've invalidated the prayer straight away. So um, just keep it simple in your mind. The more simple you keep it, the easier it will be. That if there's something you don't want to do, that you didn't want to do, that's unintentional. That's it. That's it. All right. Um... How can you tell if medicine is halal or not? If it says it's halal or not. That's it. I don't I don't know any other way. Um, right. Can you hang Quran on the wall? I think that it's not good. Okay. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's halal, uh, haram. Um, I don't think it's haram. is this what are you talking about it's not OTC of course it's OTC it's not even a medicine how can you say it's not OTC made me completely blew my mind there for a second unbelievable right so uh, where are we now? 
What if you repeat one of the four actions you mentioned intentionally because you realize that you forgot the statement and want to go back and do it properly? E.g. you get up from ruku'. That's wrong. That's a mistake. Okay? And you have invalidated the prayer. Exactly the way that you've described it. You get up from ruku' and realize that you didn't say hamida, so you go back into ruku' and get up again. The prayer is invalidated. Correct. Because there is a way to react to that scenario. We're going to learn in this section over the next one, two months that you ignore the fact that you didn't say it and you carry on when you miss out something like that. Okay? And then you do such a sahu at the end. Okay? Now, now, let's have a look at this. If you are certain that the imam made a mistake that invalidates the prayer, well, well, that's coming up, that's coming up, not now. What if we take at least a minute trying to remember the raka'ah you are in and arrive at the correct conclusion? That's coming up as well. What if you stand when you were supposed to tashahud, then sit? I love it when a person uses a noun as an action. Yeah? That's it. What did they say? What's the English version of that? Oh, that's such a great English version of that. Ah, medal. That's it. To medal. Yeah? I'm looking to medal in this competition. Yeah? What kind of, what, what kind of English is that? When you were supposed to tashahud. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Lutz. Queen of English, yeah? Go back to school. What if you stand when you were supposed to tashahud? Then sit straight back down. That's coming as well. That's actually that specific question is coming. All right? Um, the introduction about forgetfulness in prayer and from prayer. It was just a general intro, yeah? Correct. It didn't have any bearing on the fiqh ahead. No, it's just a beautiful point to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not holding us accountable for our forgetfulness in the prayer. Just to clarify, did you say that if an action is added intentionally, but is not from the main four, then there's no sajjah Why would adding this not invalidate the prayer? That's coming as well. Okay? You guys are all asking the next couple of months questions in one go. That's amazing. What if you have prayed four raka'ah? What if you have prayed four raka'ah and have doubt to three to four? What if you've prayed four raka'ah and have doubt to three or four? So we're going to cover what happens in doubt later. In Babul Hayyad Lecture 1, we saw Brother Shazad's picture in a frame. Based on that, a picture-related question. Listen, 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 listen to me, okay? Don't you dare, don't you dare for one second, ever, 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 question. I've got a headache, man. Astaghfirullah. You know what it is? When I laugh too much, my head goes. You know that. (laughs) 
head. He's gonna have a heart attack when he finds out. He's on a mission, by the way. He's on a mission. You don't understand. I've sent him on a mission. He's gonna be absolutely. He's gonna go nuts when he finds out that we did that, bro. I openly said, Mesa, it is a tragedy and a travesty of justice, yani, that he got the British Medal of England or Honor or BMG, blah, 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 whatever, and I'm not knighted yet or Lord, at least yani, OBE or something. Bloody the service I've done to this country, right? Promoting the Queen and everything. And he bloody gets it because of flipping, you know, Paki Rota. Got to give it to we got to give it to some brown people somewhere in the country. They just they basically random chose flipping Danny Packy dentist. All right, okay. Oh sugar dentist of the year, right? Um, Twenty thousand units, not licensed OTC. That's not true. Not true. Wrong. It's not a palm. It's not a medicine product. Not medicinal product. Go back to pharmacy school. I don't care. Not a completely legal food product. End of story. End of story. Uh, any other questions? When you miss out or rukun, how do you suddenly go back to that position without messing up your prayer? You see, that is the only exception. Again, we're going to come to that, Shah. Okay. Why is it with all these flipping nicknames, man? What the hell is Shah? We've got Shah here. We've got RA here. I don't like this, man. By the way, the rules are on this portal, same as the rules on the Telegram uh, group. You've got to have your full name. What's going on here, man? Right. What other questions have we got? Is it okay to keep pictures and frames in the home? On a serious one, yes it is, as long as they're not on display. <laughs> now, <laughs> I, I want to have this on display all the time because, well, life, I'm in a bad mood. Okay, I have, listen, there's two things that I have. Right? There's two things. This and this. Alright? This has my Tom Ford. Okay? And it puts me in a good mood. Okay? Puts me in a good mood. And this. These are my two mood setters. Oh, sugar. She's had Salim has found out. Come in, innit? Oh, sugar. I mean, now I'm in trouble now, Yara. Oh, sugar, man. All right, okay. All right, got any more questions left? Um, uh, what was it okay? I asked a question, yeah. What about? <laughs> Listen, I never miss what she's had. She's had got any material, man. She's had got a lot. Right, crying in salah, is the sign validated? No. But if a person's messing around, you know, the, the, the witter version, ah, no way, that is out. Okay. Um, keep pictures and albums, no problem. If you keep it uh, for Tom Ford, man, Oudwood, of course. Only the only one. No, 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 Oudwood, Oudwood. Is abrogating a rakah a thing in a humbly madhab? How would that work? Give me an example. Come on now, last question. Okay, Zakaria's last question. That's it. And Bilal is saying slight side discussion, but when you mentioned during this doing the Sunnah act and the need to doing it right, the same. Should apply for fasting and nafal fast. Can't, <laughs> can't decide to break it. Well, well, well I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, naive, yeah. 
forget we have enough, yeah? <laughs> Listen, well, listen, listen to me. Don't blame with that. Don't you de- with that? She blamed. He blamed you with that, by the way. Okay. I want everybody to bear witness. <clears throat> I didn't do anything. It was someone. It was American sister called Umru Qayya. She asked the question. What did she ask? She said. What did she say? Listen, she said, she said, Wallahi, she said, if you keep, is it, is, I don't, you know what, I can't even remember. Look, look, it makes the saying, he's right, she said, she, she said, in Babul Hayd lecture one, we saw brother Shizad's picture in a frame. Based on that picture-related question, is it okay to keep pictures in frames in home? Listen, I'm a teacher. I've got to not be a hypocrite. So they, obviously they were wanting to know whether I keep it or not. And I, you know that I keep it. My, but Zach, <laughs> 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 like, come on, listen. Yes, give them a smile. Yeah. Come on, social distance though. Come on. They want to see you. Come on. No, no, no. no, 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 no it's not funny. You, now that you're here, that's it. I can't believe that you even spoke. Now everybody's going to know. Come on now, you've got to show them. Go on. No, Important. No, speaking of one thing. No, 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 no. Because they need to see. I need that. Between that and Listen, now. it's about motivation. Tell these people <laughs> what motivation is. Come on now, come on. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Yara, come on. If you let these people down now, honestly, yeah. they're going to be really upset. Come on, come on. Come on, quickly. What are you... Just stand here, isn't it? Come on. Alright, there we go. Alright, come, come, down, 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 down. Allah, <clears throat> look at that. Look at this. Look, are you seeing this? This guy is a stud. Okay? Look at those cheeks. Oh my god. Goodness me, man. Oh, Allah. Oh. Allah, Shazad, I'm so proud listen, of you. I just want to say to you guys, yeah, that this uh, Shazad Salim is an ayah, min ayatillah. That is the end of the class. This guy, he has literally, okay, okay, I'm telling you, you tell Naeem, yeah, right? He lost 25, 25 kilos, 30 kilos of. Every day, cycling, running, weightlifting, dieting, this, that. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. You look at those. <laughs> that is unrecognizable. That is unrecognizable. And you saw him just there, okay? That's why I know that you guys think that the class has been spoiled or whatever. It's not. It was worth it. Everybody. Just say, Alhamdulillah, MashaAllah, Tabarakal Rahman. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us all tawfiq and good health. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase, uh, uh, increase us all in khair. Forgive us for all that we've done wrong. Exactly, folks. Barakallahu feek. Please join the group. With that, post it. Everybody should be on the Telegram group. And we're going to get everybody on. And kunya is fine. Yeah, I'm okay with the full kunya. But if someone else has a kunya for you, then you've got to add it. R-A, no amins. Okay, we want full names. We want names, full names. Okay, everybody here. And then on the group as well. 
Zakmalakhair, everybody on podcast, I apologize, Yani, because you'll be thinking, what on earth is going on? Yeah, at least, uh, you know, have a look at the video, you might enjoy it. All right, surname as well, absolutely, everybody should have their full name, man. It's a it's, it's disaster, man, you can't work out who's going on. Barakallahu feekum, Zakmalakhair, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.